0: all right so today we wanted to talk about some wi-fi related stuff because of course we're going to talk about that um we were thinking we could talk about like the specifics of why wi-fi is frustrating rather than just wi-fi laggy wi-fi bad (laughs) we can talk about like actually like specific scenarios that are like are really frustrating um We also might talk about, like, the transition from, like, online back to offline, like, the meta, like, what I'm gonna do personally, because, uh, I've been doing a lot of content-related stuff, and I wasn't doing that before, so, like, there's a bunch of stuff to talk about, um, but yeah, let's, uh, start talking about Wi-Fi, so, the past few days, I actually haven't even been playing Sephiroth on Wi-Fi, because I, it, like, ruins my day, Playing Sephiroth online, and like I feel like I have so I like I have such a high tolerance for Wi-Fi than most people than most people, but like I can do it with every character. Like people like don't like playing Wario on Wi-Fi. I was always like, oh, it's fine. Like I, I can play any character that I've
1: played online, but Sephiroth, I I I can't do it. And, like, it's pretty, I think, like, characters that, like, have less
0: freedom to work with their playstyles, like, it gets a lot harder. Um, Like, with Diddy specifically, like, there's so much stuff I can do. Like, if it's laggy, I'm like, oh, I can fall back on this playstyle. But with Sephiroth, it's like, this is what I do, and if it's laggy and I can't react, then I can't do it. That's
1: how it feels. Yeah. That's my personal thoughts going
2: into it. Would you say it's, like, because of how precise he is? Or is it because his moves, like, have a lot more startup? Both. Or- um. Uh. I think,
0: like, there's just too much extra delay on top of, like, the moves that have startup that, like... You have to, like... I feel like he already has to, like, read a couple steps of he- ahead to get, like, really important openings. But well, on Wi-Fi, it's, like, such an
1: unreasonable amount. You have to, like, outplay your opponent just to, like, for the simple stuff. So, like... I've I've definitely gotten creative, and it's definitely helped me in some ways because I have to really, like,
0: do some, like, crazy stuff just to, like, stay consistent online. But, like, I can't just simply... F-tilt my opponent's ledge option and kill them like I have to like Just grab them over and over or like neutral air them or like down tilt them or like Fade back and like try to get orbs on their wake up like I can't just kill them for like on the ledge And that would be really nice to just like get stocks when they're in disadvantage But I just that's the hardest part for me Um, Just there's so much extra delay that like it's just so
1: unreasonable to react Do you feel like,
2: because you came from, like, offline, I know we've been, like, online for a while. Yeah. But uh, because you came from offline, an environment where you can react, do you feel like you had, did you have a lot of difficulty, like, adjusting your play style at first? I don't know, like, what it is, but, like, I started,
0: I grew up playing, I've been playing Wi-Fi for, like, a decade at this point like it's like brawl so uh for some reason I just like go into it like playing how I would offline but like just understanding that like some things will work and some things won't and that's why I like playing characters with have like that have a lot of freedom in their play styles helps but I don't know uh I feel like I changed my playstyle up enough to the point where I don't have to, like, rely on pure reactions to win. Like, I feel like I have enough tricks up my sleeve to, to, like, you know, just catch people off guard. You don't just have to react perfectly, you know what I mean?
2: Oh, you've come a long way. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, that was, like, your entire playstyle in Smash 4. Oh, oh. lost Charles. That was, like, <laughs> your entire playstyle in Smash 4, though. Oh, oh like... yeah. I'm just gonna react every single time. Yeah. And you mostly did react every single time. That's why, I mean, you won a lot, but yeah. for for me personally. Like, That's why uh, okay. I was not a fan of Sheik, I think. Mm, Cause like you
0: to... literally had no choice but to guess. And like, I would just get so upset just thinking oh. about that. Oh,
2: welcome back. <laughs> Maybe.
0: He's been having internet problems.
2: Oh, true. He definitely has the, um. Oh yeah, because it was in the same house as Void, and yeah, on the Void streams. To him. Oh shit, what's up, Snorlax? God,
3: what's up, Snorlax? Snorlax. Is so fucking trash. Anyway, <laughs>
0: is this camera just frozen? <laughs> camera, as you said,
2: trash, and his mouth's not even moving. <laughs> uh, I think for the the really rough part for me personally is that, um, I pretty much only played this game offline for like the first year um and i played zero suit so when i when i went to like go practice on wi-fi i was like the heck is this i can't even control my character like i'm i can't put myself in the the normal positions i want to be in my drifts are really bad um i can't react to like let's get ups with certain options like let's jump let's jump if i like knew it i'd just be like oh okay it's a free back air but wi'm like oh my god this joint is mad hard to do so getting used to, like, adjusting um, your mind to go, okay, well, now that I know that it's not a reactable situation, what's a better route that I can take after they do the ledge jump? Yeah. Like, how can I better cover their landing, or how can I better cover whatever's happening after that? So it, it actually, in turn, ended up helping me look, like, two or three steps ahead. Yeah, that's
0: basically what um, I was trying to get at is, yeah. like, In a way, like you have to work so hard that, like, sometimes it opens your mind up to options you weren't doing offline, yeah. Um, so it can really help you get creative because of just how far you have to be ahead of your opponent sometimes. Um, but yeah, it it can also kind of help you play really safe and like conservative because, like, Mm -hmm. it's not worth taking the risks sometimes of like trying to react to something. But I think something that helps me is like. I take so much information throughout the match that like a lot of the time I usually have some sort of handle on who I'm playing against. So like you I can kind of mix like reacting slash like educated guessing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um but you have to find that middle ground of trying to cover that while also like playing safe, like I said, because like taking those risks on Wi-Fi isn't that worth it. So you kinda of, like have to get like this middle ground of like getting some sort of reward if you get the right read but like if you don't then you can just like reposition <laughs> it's really hard to describe but you have to find that perfect positioning where you're like you're threatening like a habit they have or something but like you're also compensating for like if it lags but like right here specifically or something <laughs> like that like it's all good so, you
2: like, can even... oh, okay, okay,
0: so like you have to be so far ahead to like consistently yeah. win online um spoiler you can't do that um you can try and like you can get pretty far with it but like sometimes the outcome of the match is affected by online like a lot of the time especially if like it's not like if you're not like you know like someone's not far ahead or something Like it's tough <laughs>
2: Yeah, and what's good is that you can actually kind of translate that one specific thing she said about finding, like, the perfect position offline. Yeah. And instead of looking at it as lag might happen, you can just look at it in the sense of, like, oh, this read might not occur. Yeah. Like, the read that I have in my head might not occur. So you're already looking a step ahead of, like, what may happen if you go for it and it, it doesn't work out the way that you thought it would. And you'll yeah. still be in a pretty good position afterward. So it, there's definitely a lot of perks to online but yeah i think
0: i think what's hard though is like some characters don't have the freedom of like you know finding that middle ground of getting like a a decent reward for like being safe but also like threatening like a certain area and stuff because some characters need very specific setups or like spacing or like you know what i mean some characters have to be in your face to get some sort of like kill confirm or combo so like Or they just don't have the frame data to, like, do that. So, this kind of only applies to, like, you know, some top tiers or, like, some other characters that are, like, you know, I don't even know exactly how to specify (laughs) it. But I think with Sephiroth, specifically, like, you can do this, but um, you kind of sacrifice, like, way more than most characters would just because of the moves that have extra startup or, like, are really precise. So... That's why, like, sometimes I just I don't want to, I don't even want to do it with Sephiroth because I can't get myself into this mindset where it's like, okay, I can just play X Way instead because of the connection because it feels like he's like really reaction based.
3: <laughs> Everything's too committal. Like, yeah, you got to start up. You have the like end lag on your move, right? So it's like, if you're just whipping out an F-Tilt, like, not on reaction, but just to whip it out, like, there's so many things that can happen to you, right? Like, yeah. you can't, you you really can't play, like, a Wi-Fi style with Sephiroth, or, like, you can, but, like, you have to just be godlike at guessing. You know what I mean? Like, you have to guess right every single time. And um, in terms of competitive fighting game, like, you you usually want to avoid those situations, right? You would usually want to avoid like scenarios where it's like, well, I have to guess five times in a row to win. And that's how I like, win's on. Like the chances of that happening are really, really low. That's obviously why like, um, you try to play as reaction based as possible. Yeah. But wifi is still a really good resource. I feel like, um, a lot of people right now, it's like, I mean, for example, for me, like I really suck at Wi-Fi. I really suck at like trying to use it as a resource because I'm from Hawaii. Like, we, like, the Wi-Fi is literally not an option there. Like, you can kind of Wi-Fi with other Hawaii players, but, like, the the island I'm on is so small, everyone can be within, yeah. like, everyone's, like, an hour or even less driving distance away. Why the fuck would we play Wi-Fi with each other? You know what I mean? Like, we, we're so consolidated and close to each other. So it's, like, you know, so from, for me, that environment, and then if I want to Wi-Fi with anyone on the mainland or like, you know, West Coast, East Coast or whatever, it's going to be trash. It's going to suck, like, even more so, right? Um, and Hawaii's internet is just not good. So, like, I was literally raised in an environment where, like, offline was everything. And there's other people that are in that environment. And I feel like those are the people that are really hard to transition because, like, you guys, for example, you guys have played Wi-Fi in other Smash games. You know what I mean? Like, y- you know what it's like. And yeah. it, like, sucks, but you, you, you get what, it's like we can it, usually it different...
0: differentiate the two. And I feel like exactly. you would have a harder time accepting Wi Fi for what it is because you like didn't you didn't grow up doing it.
3: <laughs> right. So it's like everyone's in a different boat, but at the end of the day, I think Wi Fi is an excellent resource. I feel like one thing that a lot of people struggle with is they take Wi-Fi too seriously. And I'm I'm not saying like when you're practicing on Wi-Fi to not try to win, but like you have to understand that like there's just gonna be certain interactions that like literally like, oh, I won there if if it didn't like spike. Like my I would have hit my confirm, but it like spiked. I didn't hit my confirm. Like you can't like sit there and be frustrated about that moment. You just have to like literally accept it and be like, Yeah, that's Wi-Fi. Okay, cool, like, and then keep playing. And try instead of instead of putting all your mental energy on like why wi-fi lost you the game more so just like okay now i'm in this situation right like okay like i'm at high percent whatever like just try to take it as much as a learning experience yeah which is why i think wi-fi tournaments particularly are probably the most stressful environment ever because you yeah. can't do that right there's because more variables the than ever right so it's like okay i don't want to force myself to like really get frustrated about not winning but like in a tournament, it's All about winning, right? So it's like you're you're mixing two things together, where it's just like, well, this is like really frustrating. Like there's things out of my control that are stopping me from winning, and it's just like I don't know. When when you mix those two things together, it just seems like the ultimate formula for just complete frustration. Yeah,
0: I I think the thing about Smash in general, like offline, like in tournaments like there's characters with rng like there's 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 crazy variables that can like affect the outcome of the match and then you add online to it it's like how can you accept this as a competitive environment anymore you know what i mean like we're lucky that smash is a competitive game with all the stuff in it in the first place (laughs) so like when you look at wi-fi and there's even more variables that can affect like you know, the outcome of the match, like, I just can't view it as, like, truly competitive. Like, it's like you said, Charles, like, it's like a great resource, but that's why I'd rather just play than, like, put myself in a tournament setting. <laughs> like, I it just doesn't seem worth it.
3: <clears throat> yeah, there's even, even in offline tournaments, there's similar things that happen that are, like, Wi-Fi, where it's, like, you know... Exactly, like... The crowd is... Doing some dumb shit, or you know what I mean? Like, someone hits your chair, you know, like, oh, I'm at a local, and like, there's not a lot of room, and like, some dude's getting up to. You know, get out of his his match, and he bumped my chair, and it literally like made me miss the A button <laughs> and made me hit the jump button instead. And now, like, I'm losing. I like I lost because of that, right? Like, that's like an example of like getting wi fi in real life. It's like, it's, it's, it's like just like a variable, like you don't control. Literally, just came out of nowhere and jammed you. Not the guy next to you. Not the guy over there. Not like the TO over there. Not the dude on stream. Nope, your your controller, your finger hit that button instead of I'm Like what the fuck right so it's like uh i don't know it's um it's interesting but like i don't think and i'm by no means am i bashing people that you know go and enter wi-fi tournaments i just think it's really hard and like it's it's like there's so many factors too when you're TOing one, right? Like, okay, this guy DC, like, <laughs> then you have like, oh, are you going to run a connection check? Or yeah. are you going to region lock it, right? Like, I think region locking is probably one of the more healthier things. But then like, you also hurt the tournament, right? Like, you're going to get less entrance and stuff. So it's like, what's the purpose of the tournament? And it's like, and then on top of that, just Nintendo's netcode isn't the greatest. And, you know, like even nowadays with uh, COVID, um, everyone like internet in general is just not as good as it used to be because there's so much usage of it, right? Like everyone's staying at home, everyone's on their Zoom calls for their business meetings and their school stuff. Like there are so many variables going into this, and it's just, it's it's really frustrating. It, there's so many things out of control, and it's like it was it just felt so much more simple when you know when you're at an offline term. It's just like oh, boom, here's the setups there's the bracket i'm gonna play this dude like girl or whatever right like let's let's get it boom done and like that was it like (laughs) you just played the game and there's very like there's it just felt like there was so much more control
0: yeah i think an optimistic way to look at online tournaments is you're really practicing your mental (laughs) like you are testing yourself to your human limits like to not like you know, like, get upset or something, you know what I mean? So, like, there's that. And it is a tournament setting, so you are, like, preparing yourself for, like, you know, offline, and, like, you know, it's not like you're getting nothing out of it. Um, I would just personally, like, rather just play all, 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 on Wi-Fi rather than compete Um, for, like, what I'm trying to get out of the game. But, yeah. I, I guess there's a way to look at it and... I definitely can't tell people, like, don't enter Wi-Fi tournaments because, like, what else are they going to do if they really want to compete right now? So, um, yeah. There's that.
2: Yeah, shout-outs to y'all entering Wi-Fi, events. Couldn't be me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I
0: mean, I entered quite enough to... I deserve some sort of, like, like medal for it, but...
2: <laughs> Random joints take, like, 16 hours. That's...
0: I think that's why I stopped, because, like... I was definitely very naive going into it. I would be like, all right, I'm doing, I like did one like every day and it's like a seven hour stream minimum. And I'm like, all right, tournament's over. See you guys tomorrow with the next one. Like, like it's, it's different than like competing in one tournament offline a week if it's like a major or something or like a couple a week. Like a lot of people do it like multiple a week or like every day. So that's exhausting and it takes extra energy if you're like streaming it which people usually are um right in terms of like actually capitalizing off of like what's like like covid and stuff um but yeah i for me it's mostly the the time thing like you said like i'm not like i'm trying to create some sort of schedule for myself and stuff and like it's too exhausting to like go for like six plus hours and that's like being generous. I'd rather practice for a few hours every day than do a tournament every day.
3: <laughs> yeah, and I think like one of the big pluses about an online tournament is essentially you have infinite setups, right? Oh but yeah. Then some way, somehow it still takes forever, right? Yeah. Like, which I don't think it's like anybody's fault, but like that's supposed to be one of the perks. And I get it too, like these online tournaments, you want to stream like the whole top eight or whatnot. But it just, it really sucks for a player because like when you're at an offline tournament, I feel like it's way more understandable, I guess, as a player. Like the perspective is more so like, you know, people flew out for this. Like this is the main way the TLs make the money or like a big part of it, right? Like getting the numbers, the views on Twitch and YouTube and all that. So obviously makes a lot more sense. But when you're doing, when you're, and like, you know, PGR is on the line. I mean, it's not the craziest pot, but usually like somewhat way bigger pots than uh Wi-Fi tournaments. Now, when you're doing all that same shit, but yes, you're in the comfort of your own room, but you're doing it for a hundred bucks for getting first place, and it's a it, it hits a little different when you're in that <laughs> scenario. You know, like all you're doing all this waiting and you're streaming and you're exerting so much energy, and it's like for one hundred dollars first place
0: that actually is one thing i really liked about online tournaments actually was like doing it in my own home because traveling with with crohn's disease like traveling in general sucks like it can be very exhausting like traveling across the country and then like you know it's hard to like compete to the fullest like when like you know with all that type of stuff right at least in my case specifically like it's exhausting like i get off the plane and sometimes i'll sleep until my pool the next day because i'm just so exhausted from like traveling so that was one nice thing about it. it was like i felt like i could like play with a very clear mind um because i'm just at home like you know I, I can eat whenever i want i can do whatever i want whenever i want like even like mid bracket if i want to like i don't have to like you know stand up at a pool for 12 hours straight and like and like there's a bunch of people around me and you can't even like breathe like that was a nice thing about it for sure it, it it's it's accessible and it's comfortable for sure cuz like like you said like you're playing on your setup like it's your house like that that's pretty nice <laughs>
3: convenient for sure That's probably the biggest pro, thinking back on it, right? Like, the convenience and the comfort. Definitely really, really nice. But it's kind of just, like, also comes with really heavy cons, right? So, I think you had a really good point, too, just, like, uh, stamina-wise. Yeah. Like, because even just back-to-back majors on weekends, like, that alone is, like... Obviously, you're putting in the travel and all that, too, but, like that that alone is just crazy you know and sometimes all of these players will do 3 or maybe even 4 in a row and it's like it's wild and you're competing at like a very very top level your like your career is on the line essentially right like i mean not every tournament is like super die hard like it's not like you can never fuck up ever right there's like a bunch of tournaments but like you you still have to come in with like very serious mentality right yeah so um that is stressful but like with with the convenience of wi-fi tournaments it's like okay you got this one on monday this one on tuesday this one on wednesday <laughs> this one you could like you could literally enter a wi-fi tournament every fucking day of the week oh i Wi-Fi. won
0: this wi-fi tournament let's fucking go i'm the goat oh i lost yo that shit was laggy bro like
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to that's a clean option select <laughs> yeah, yo
0: can we get a connection test bro like <laughs> i don't, I don't know. know man
3: these spin dashes do be hard to punish <laughs> So, I mean, okay, so we, we talked about, like, the transition, you know, coming from offline to Wi-Fi. So, how, how do you guys, how are you guys feeling? You know, obviously, the vaccine's out. We don't know how long all that stuff's going to take, right? But eventually, yeah. eventually in the future, you know, offline will come back. I have faith. One day, right? So, h- how do you guys think that transition is going to be like? Like, the meta game, um, Even just, like, content? I know Gavin earlier was talking about, like how what he's gonna do coming back i don't know like how i was disconnected so i don't know how deep you went into that but
0: <laughs> not really um yeah, we didn't. so yeah i don't know i've always been like a competitor first um like i always just prioritized like practicing off stream and like tournaments even local tournaments before i streamed and now during covid like i'm like kind of like this middle ground with both like I, I'm uploading to YouTube like multiple times a week. Like I'm doing this podcast right now, um, along with like streaming my practice every day. So what I've I've been trying to like, you know, like go with it as I go. Like, because usually when I practiced like before, like I'd practice for like six hours straight. You know what I mean? Like offline or online, but it wasn't like streamed or anything. Um, and if it was, like, I did, like, no mic or camera, and then the whole chat the whole time would just be like, yo, why isn't he talking? Yo, where's the, where's the camera? <laughs> like, that was the stream chat. So, like, I'm finding this sort of middle ground that, like, is also just, I think, a good idea in general. Like, I, I do, like, three hours of practice a day, so, like, I feel better, like, physically. Like, I'm not, like, playing until I can't play anymore. Because, like, when I was younger, that's what I would do. That's what I thought I should do. Like... I would play for like six hours and then like i'm like oh my god i can't play anymore like but mixing in the content has kind of helped me like balance like the practice as well but um i'm not sure what's gonna happen when offline comes back i i can't see myself just abandoning like twitch and youtube because like i've already like i'm we're already coming like so far with it with like the consistency and like some sort of schedule with youtube so, like, I don't know. I'm definitely going to make sure, like, it stays the same. Um, I think the hardest thing would, be, like, be streaming, because I can't stream if I'm at a tournament. But I'm pretty sure YouTube will stay the same for sure. Like, because, um, you know, you can, like, schedule uploads and stuff. Like, I feel like that's a lot more manageable. Yo. But we'll see what happens with the the podcast and stuff. Like, we can oh. always just reschedule it and stuff, because we're
3: oh, doing we it, it on do a either.
2: Saturday. What if we did that joint in person at majors? Oh,
0: Sick.
3: oh, yeah, you I, can actually just do that. Yeah, yeah as long we, like but, you yeah. don't need crazy internet to stream the Discord call. You know what I mean? Or be... even worst case, like you can just record it and put it on YouTube. Like you know what I mean? Like it, it would suck if the internet's like bad enough that it's like, oh dang, we can't stream this. But like, yeah, worst case, you can literally just record it and then like, you know, you could stream the recording or and then put it on YouTube if people you want to like, you know, if I know. People want to DJ in Twitch chat, so you know, you yeah, that chance. Right, but like, I think, oh, <laughs> I think I think that would be really cool. Um, and even just talking from experience, when ultimate, oh damn, lag spike, yeah, probably. But uh, okay, even WiFi from experience, do? like running Void's YouTube channel when <laughs> Ultimate dropped, it's uh, you can, you YouTube has so much more options. You know what I mean? In terms of, can can you guys hear me?
0: Yeah,
3: yeah, we can do it. Yeah, yeah, right. Oh, okay. we can do it. Okay. I, was, I was like, yeah, am I lagging really hard? OK, so it's like in terms of YouTube, it's it's not that bad. Um, I think keeping a consistent stream schedule is tough because you have to factor in like, OK, what are like my guaranteed days I'm home? But usually like when you're on your like second or third in a row tournament and you finally get home, the last thing you want to do as a competitor is stream. Like you just want to like unwind for like the Tuesday slash Wednesday that you got. Because you just came in from the flight on Monday, and you're going to another flight on Thursday, right? So it's like Tuesday, Wednesday would be like the days to stream, but it's like it always—it just depends, right? Um, it really just depends. So I think I think most people, it's very realistic to stay consistent with YouTube, but also staying consistent with your Twitch helps your YouTube because you can usually just copy paste stuff from your Twitch onto your YouTube too. So um, I feel like most players will be able to at least stream like twice a week. If they're like super hardcore about it, and I I feel like even for you, Gavin, like you're kind of getting to the point where like you can stream your practice, and it's not like it's not too much of a toll on you. You know what I mean? In terms, because streaming does take energy. Not a lot of people think that, but it's a very exhausting thing to do. To like play a game, interact with like the chat, like it's all that stuff is really tiring. So especially when you're
0: prioritizing the level at which you're playing, you know what I mean?
3: Like, if you're doing sub-battles and you're just shitting on people that are way worse than you, like, I'm not trying to be an ass, <laughs> but, like, you know, when, when the skill gap's, like, really huge, no matter what, right, like, you can obviously, like, divide your attention as you please, right? Well, the so thing like, about
0: me, like, when I'm playing Smash, like, every opponent is the same. Like, I, like, go all out. Like, there's, like, something I want to experiment or practice or, like, I just, like, that's just how I play. Like, I can't help it. Um... Right, right. So it's exhausting for me. Like, I, I like everything is like grand finals of a fucking tournament in my brain. So like,
3: <laughs> that's just how it is. So that's why, like, Did I you like, hear that Gavin gives you guys no mercy. Never, never. No mercy.
0: Unless I'm so like, well, there's, there's two, there's two sides of me. It's like that, and then like, if I'm so bored to the point where like I'm not, I'm not there. <laughs> there, there is that like. Right. But usually, like, you know, I, I'm taking it serious.
3: Right. So I, I kind of feel like you can, you've gotten to the point with your like streaming stamina to like, okay, you come back from attorney, you can stream a couple hours or more, right? On a Tuesday and a Wednesday. Like, you you've might have gotten to that point. Obviously, we don't know yet because like you're not traveling, right? And traveling yeah. is particularly like even more exhausting for you because of your situation. So it, it all like, you kind of have to got to play it by ear when it gets there but i feel like you'll be able to do yeah. that. and at the very least you'll be able to keep up at least for twitch
0: like... for twitch that's like the the one yeah. that like i really have to play by ear i feel like youtube i can manage it
3: right and making content at events is not like it, in my opinion it's really it's like easier almost because like you got to think in terms of like your resources right like imagine you're at a big offline tournament and you can just like oh hey um i'm going to invite this other, you know, PGR player to practice with, eh, well, the laptop out, you want to play a first-to-five real quick, or first-to-ten, record it, boom. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, in terms of, like, the the actual resources is, like, crazy. Even even if you streamed at, like, if your hotel internet's good enough, it's just like, okay, cool, I'm just going to invite some people over, and we're just going to hang out and play Smash, right? Like, I think even kind of, like, thinking about that going forward is going to be a big deal, too, right? And I feel like even, like, the hype around the tournament environment and even like the tournament environment, but not at the actual tournament. Like like there's gonna be so much hype around that because like we haven't had it in so long, right? Yeah. So I'm
1: sorry. Are you that. laughing at the Twitch chat question? <laughs> she
3: looks so stupid. Twitch chat walling out right. Do you want
0: do you wanna read it out loud? Bro, it was so random.
2: <laughs> you, We're like talking think, about like serious ass shit. Do you think Game of Watch's nose is just his mouth folded outwards? What? I actually <laughs> can't even comprehend what you're asking me. Like, what? Is... Alright, anyway. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> Charles is really thinking about it. Is it no, like- it just
3: doesn't make sense. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm like trying to justify the question and I'm just like... Mm,
0: I don't no. like to think no. about Game of Watch.
3: <laughs> Too much brain power. I don't want to think about anything with that character. He isn't real. Do you think I will say... The,
2: oh, good. Do you think that the Wi-Fi play styles are still going to exist offline? Do you think that it's going to be a while before like people get used to playing offline again? I actually have an interesting... Oh! I don't know if I, I should call it a hot take? take, but I actually have
1: something... That might be a little rude, but
0: I see a lot of people like trashing on, I guess it's the opposite of rude. I'm trying to help the people that are getting trashed on social media for their like Wi-Fi playstyle or <laughs> whatever they like to call it. They always say like- Play style. When offline comes back, these guys aren't gonna be able to do anything because all they do is abuse Wi-Fi, blah, blah. I honestly don't think most styles like offline versus Wi-Fi styles are different enough for you to act like they're any different than what a lot of players are doing offline. A lot of a lot of players are like mashing roll, spot dodge, smash attacks offline too. They're doing the same thing. It's just yeah. offline versus Wi-Fi. Just because you went to a tournament and did it doesn't make you above the person who does it <laughs> on Wi-Fi. And I'm I Oh that's a lot of players. Like I just named, like, most of the player base, whether it's Wi-Fi or offline. Um, yeah. And it's just weird 100%. that people, like, like try to, like, put themselves above others who haven't been to tournaments just because they've been to events. Like, that's all it takes for me to, like, be the better human being or something. Like, it's really weird. Um, yeah. But that's just an interesting thing I wanted to say. But I never wanted to, like, say it on social media because I don't want to, like, start a fire or something. And like, it's I don't want right. to act. I'm not. I don't want to act like I'm sub-tweeting anyone or anything. But like, I just saw it so much to the point where I'm like, I don't understand what the difference is. Like the your like your guys's play styles aren't different enough for you to like bash this person. Like so many people play the same way.
3: <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I've I can't say I've never bashed anyone's play style. But <laughs> at the end of the day, at the end of the day, the thing that makes Smash like so cool is like you can. There's so many different ways you can play this game. You you can play this game in a lot of different ways. Now, you can beat a lot of different people. Now, are you going to be like consistent or whatever? Like that that's a that's a whole other ball game, right? But like I think that's what makes Smash so cool, you know, like the fact that you can do that and I don't know, it's like even like how you're saying it, people play like pretty much the same on Wi-Fi and yeah. off, like <laughs> offline, right? It's like very few and apart the different. So, it's like I feel like a lot of players that are doing well now, it's, it's going to transition over to offline. Like, and here's another thing. They're practicing. Like, they're playing the game right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, There's so much people that refuse to even practice on Wi-Fi. I know there's, there's people that still practice um, Smash, but they don't enter Wi-Fi tournaments, right? I mean, Tweak's in that position right now. But it's like, if you're just not playing at all, when offline comes back, you're going to get fucked. Like you are gonna get completely it's possible, yeah. shit on. Yeah, I mean it's just you're you didn't if you haven't played the game for over a year and you come back to offline, like and everyone else has been playing why Oh, do know. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> that's just not how it works. I knew what he said. So Chat like,
2: you guys knew what he said, right? <laughs> it was just perfect because he was saying Wi Fi and yeah. in his internet and it, he's playing Wi Fi. <laughs> <laughs> All you hear is, like, a controller spike in the background.
3: <laughs> <laughs> ah! But yeah, it's like, uh, like, all the all the people practice, the only difference coming into offline is, like, certain situations are going to be, like, either less in favor or more in favor for whatever player, right? So obviously, like, Sonic is a big one. Um, Like, Sonic as a character is a big one for everyone, right? It's like, oh, all these Sonic players, blah, blah, blah. Well, like, yes, there's, offline, there's going to be situations where people can, like, hunt down the spin dash or punish them a little bit harder but like at the end of the day there's it's like the the same stuff's happening right it's just in their favor, but like that does not mean that they're not they're gonna do like horrible or anything. I still think every all, all the people that are doing successful on Wi-Fi, I feel like they're gonna still find around the same success. A little like it's either gonna be like maybe a little bit more, maybe a little bit less, but like I don't think it's gonna be like, oh, this guy was absolutely carried and then he's down here. Like that's stupid. It's that not is so, not possible. Like, yes. Yeah, it's it's just, yeah. like literally not possible. <laughs> I, not I get the, like, this
1: question people.
0: a lot. Like um how different do you guys like they'll be like tweak how different do you think the rankings going to be when like tournaments come back because of all these players that are like competing on wi-fi and there's like a lot of new faces right like and they're always asking me like who's going to do well who isn't like how different is it going to be and i think it's going to be different and i think it would be different either way if like this covid wi-fi scenario wasn't happening or not because rankings change things change players appear you know what i mean I think these players would be doing well if they were offline or online, like. And I think it's gonna, and like I think it's a mix of, you know, the people who aren't playing versus the people who are still practicing. I think it's all gonna change for like, everything is like equal for my reasoning. I guess I don't know how else to word it. Like.
1: Yeah. Like basically, I have- think
0: things were gonna drastically change. Regardless
2: of the Wi-Fi scenario or not. Yeah. But, like, yeah. like, the people that are winning these Wi-Fi events are obviously good players, right? Like, people people don't win, like, large events if yeah. they're, they're not a good player. So, like, I, I understand that offline they're still going to be doing well. What's crazy to me is that some people believe that, like, the people that are winning the online events are going to be, like... And they may be, who knows? We don't know the future, but they're, like dude, this player is gonna be, like, top five or top ten when they get offline. I'm like, do you understand, like, how hard it is to be top ten? Like, if you look at the top ten, those people are getting, like, first, second, third, fourth, fifth at, at super majors, like, consistently. Yeah. Which means you're saying that the people that were playing all- offline that aren't playing online, when they get back, they're just gonna completely disappear off the face of the earth. No. And these new people are going to... Exactly. Like, there's no... A lot that, of these...
0: That's... Fun fact, a lot of top players don't practice anyways. Yep. <laughs> tournaments, like, are their practice. Like, you know what I mean? Like, everyone's different, right? Like, some people, like, practice a bunch, some people don't. Like, who cares, right? But, yeah, like, a lot of people would be surprised. They're like, wow, this, this player isn't playing as much as they as they were when tournaments were a thing. They probably weren't practicing... A whore either.
3: Well, and like the thing that a thing to like realize too, you know, these offline tournaments that have that the PGR, it's like the PGR is a part of this, blah blah, right? A lot of the PGR, you know, come out and compete at those tournaments or people that are like in contention for PGR, they come out and compete at to these tournaments. A lot of the Wi Fi tournaments happening now, like You gotta like scale it, right? Like, oh, you're getting consistent top five at these Wi-Fi tournaments, but how many of the top players are entering these Wi-Fi tournaments? How many of the top players that like travel from Europe or other like Japan or Mm -hmm. stuff that travel to compete at these offline? They can't like compete in these specific online tournaments because it'll just be way too laggy, or like they could, but you know what I mean? Like you gotta take that into account. So it's like you can't just be like, oh top five Wi-Fi tournaments, oh, if they don't get top five when it transfers offline, they're washed, right? Like, you can't, you can't, you have to, you have to have some kind of perspective and you have to scale it to the point where it's like, okay, well, like, we'll see where they fall in the PGR, right? But it's like, your your expectations can't be copy-paste. Like, that just literally makes no sense, right? So um it's, offline is just a different environment because even just the, the sheer talent pool is insane. And like, even, like, uh, like Pink said, to consistently get top ten at these crazy tournaments you like kinda have to be a freak of nature. No offense. <laughs> but like it's like it's it's pretty fucking insane to do that. Like this game is really fucking hard. This game is super fucking hard. And like I even wanna touch up on the uh thing we were talking about earlier, just uh practice. Like a lot of I think this is like a whole infrastructure kind of thing, but um just Smash in general I feel like a lot of the PGR players don't just practice that much. Um, even like Leffen called out the Ultimate Community. I'm not saying that <laughs> the Ultimate Community doesn't practice at all, but like it, comparatively to other esports, which makes sense, this, this all makes sense, right? Because there's not a lot of crazy money, right, in Smash in general. It's just like passion for the most part. Like people that want to be the best at this game, it's just pure passion. They, I'll tell you right now, if you're getting into Smash for money, just turn around. Just just I'll save you a lot of time and effort. Just turn around and just uh don't do it because there's <laughs> not a lot of money. Like anyone who gets into Smash and they're trying to make a career out of it, I'll tell you right now, it's like the top less than one percent of people that play this game competitively can make a career out of this. You have to just like love the game so much that you just you're gonna do it anyway. That's like the only way you can get far in this game um if your if your main motivator is money like that's not enough that's just that that motivation and and is not going to be enough because you're not going to see it for such a long time and then you're going to get the surge and then boom you're done yeah. yeah i mean there's other esports where it's like the top players literally are vocal about they don't even like the game but they do it for the money right <laughs> like that's never going to be a thing in smash there's never like unless it's like I'm, I've heard of like some examples of like oh yeah there's this you know rank one player um in this region who like just goes to local for money because everyone else is free. Oh and yeah, like, he like buys new sh- like, he he like a sign buys thing. new shoes and goes to McDonald's afterwards after yeah. he wins the tournament. Like okay cool like a little little dinner trip or whatever right like play some Met- Smash, get a new pair of shoes and get some dinner. I've heard of that, but like that's not like your career. So um it, it's an interesting uh, infrastructure. I think if Smash had a lot more money. Um, it would actually be it would be interesting cuz i would want to see the talent pool of I players think, that came in and just like played in and like one of their main one of the main motivators were money right i so.
0: think that would change the rankings and the meta or whatever you want to call it more than the situation we're in right now oh, I, I think if like the game just blew up for some reason i think that would be the thing that like ch- really changes thing like changes things like how people think People think that's what's going to happen when Offline comes back. They think the crazy change, they think that's going to happen. It's not, but if the game got huge, then it would be like what they're expecting. <laughs> like,
1: Right.
3: The rankings would, would just accelerate. be
1: flip-flopped
0: and shit.
3: Like, yeah. Right, and when, when there's more competition and talent, the metagame gets accelerated. So it's like, you know, people... Because everyone says, like, Pika Joker are the best characters in the game, right? But like... You know, the best player plays Joker, but past Leo, there's not a lot of Jokers past him, right? In terms of, like, right after him. You know, there's other Jokers within the top 50. But, like, when, in my opinion, if the game got, like, if the game's metagame got accelerated, like how we're talking about, we'd see a lot more people, like, using those characters. Yeah. And, you know, within those ranks and stuff. And it's like, you know, being, like, oh, yeah, being that one person from Japan that solo mains... This weird character, and I got on the PGR. Like, I don't think that would happen as often. Yeah. Like, I, I I get it. I get it. Like, that stuff happens. Like, there's a reason why that happens because uh, I don't know how a lot of people are used to the matchup and stuff like that. But, like, when I, I just feel like if, if when you accelerate the meta, the chances of that happening become low. It's still possible, but it's lower. That's basically what I was
0: getting at. I just think if like the game just blew up and like tripled in size or even more, like, That's when a true change would happen to the meta and the rankings. Like it would be ridiculous.
3: (laughs) And then all the top players would be a fire under their ass, and it's just like you want to keep that top fifty spot, you better be grinding. You know what I mean? Because I'll tell you right now, that's not the case. A lot of the people That's basically what I was like
0: subtly hinting at in terms of like how the changes would be. Like a lot of players like would just like
3: not be ranked anymore. And it's like during this time I kind of understand, right? Like some people just oh yeah you can't expect
0: anything from anyone and like this is like right now a smash party game this isn't like (laughs) life or death
3: (laughs) yeah and it's just like how much practice you have to put into this game and i understand like some people kind of like are in a comfortable quote-unquote position and they don't really want to like they're like hey you know what like top 20 top 30 or even just top 50 but i'm not trying to like get top 10 or top five or one you know what i mean like it it kind of like depends on the situation because smash is so unique because you're not you ain't getting shit for competing because there's no like developer support right like you you're pretty much just banking on like a tier one team sponsoring you that's like what you're banking on and all those spots are filled so uh (laughs) then past that you got to go content right so it's like now you're trying to balance like content with competition right and it's like okay well if i the more effort I put into content, the the more like the less practice I get as a like a competitor. And this is something that I've had to deal with, like in terms of crossroads within Smash. Even going into Ultimate, it'll, I was like, okay. I, I started commentating and coaching a lot in Smash Four, and then even going into Ultimate, I was like, because I competed a lot. Like it, Smash Four was a game I competed very seriously in. I still had like my attention split in a bunch of different. Things which i'm not jawning for or anything but like i competed like competition was one of my top priorities in smash 4 and then like i then it was coaching then it was commentating like i took competition the most seriously in smash 4 but going in the ultimate i had to like tell myself because like when when i go on the mic at msm you know and commentate the last hour or two that's like an hour or two i'm not practicing grinding on the open setups you know what i'm saying like every time you do something else in smash that's not practicing for competing and you're doing it for like content or commentating or doing any other stuff like that you are taking away from practice for competition so it's like it's it's like this like smash is just so weird because content is the money maker like that's that's where all the real money is in Smash because we don't have developer support. So it's like the IP is so broken because Nintendo's IP is just godlike, right? Like just that whole company like, oh, like just think about the IP that Smash has. It's like the, it's like the most broken thing ever. <laughs> yeah. Same. And then like we get, in terms of content, we get carried by that. Like obviously I'm not saying all the Smash content is bad and all the content creators are bad, but the main, the big reason why Smash is, you know, gets the viewership it does is, mainly because of the IP. It's still a sick game. I love it. It's my favorite game ever. But yeah, I mean, that's like the biggest reason why. So it's just a lot of stuff to balance out.
1: Yeah, you know, this
0: is like mad random, but you know what? The the whole topic of like, yo, what if Smash got like 10 million times bigger? Have you ever had that conversation? Like this, this pops up randomly sometimes. Like, yo, like what if aliens invaded Earth? It's like they held like a smash tournament.
3: <laughs> Damn, that would be fucking crazy. Like, what would you do?
0: Oh. Like, what character would you pick? Like, so funny. Like, what player would you send in?
3: Damn, that is tough. Have Can you guys never pick? talked
0: about that? Like, that conversation is hilarious.
3: <laughs> uh, who back. would they play? Okay. Well, no. So who who would an alien main? That's, that's another good question. <laughs> I used to play this game with my friends in Hawaii. We would look at a random person, like we would be like at a mall, like eating, right? We look at a random person, and be like, "Who does that guy main in Smash?" Like, <laughs> and this is like back when we played brawl, we were high schoolers, and then like we would like just pick random characters. Like, the, like see that kind of stuff is like just fun to do and talk about, right? It's just like the degenerate stuff Smasher does.
0: I would pay to watch that. Yeah, aliens versus humans in a Smash tournament, like a crew battle. That's hype, dude. Dude, like, what, what character would I pick versus an alien? Like, what would be my best bet?
3: I don't know.
1: I know. I know on Jupiter, they don't play Diddy Kong.
3: Dude, you know what's crazy? Aliens are like, you know, usually aliens have like all this crazy, uh, like, spaceships or whatever, right? But I think you would just go Diddy, dude. <laughs> You go Diddy because they they don't got the Diddy tech, dude. They probably have the tech for everything else, but they don't got Diddy tech.
0: People keep mentioning they'd play Sonic in timeout.
3: Like, just play perfect. Timeout for the the planet, dude.
0: You have to play against like 10 timeout Sonics in a row to save Earth. Will you do
3: it? How much stamina do you ha- really have, aliens? Will you it's do it? It's a crew it. battle, and all we just pick all Sonic players. Like every
0: Sonic oh, player times Oh yeah, there's that. There's that, like, there's that way to look at it. We can send in all of our top Sonic players from Earth, and like none of them, they like they like play mad aggressive, <laughs> and they just like don't know what to do.
3: <laughs> we would have Wes on our lineup, and we'd be like, Wes, you have to time them out, dude. I know you want to go in and fuck them up, but you have to time them out, dude. This is for Earth. <laughs> oh man that 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 actually sounds super hype aliens will we mess with us ever battle. again
0: yeah dude they're like dude earth is so lame like they play so lame like we're out of here <laughs> we don't want your planet bro
3: it has negative viewership like we go on twitch and we look at the viewership it's like negative 500 yeah. like, it's like no what have we done we saved the earth but at what cost <laughs>
0: Leo's like, don't worry, like I'll play. And we're
3: like, no, no, no. No, we need we, we need, need the Sonic need players. Bring <laughs> in the Sonic players.
0: And we have a backup.
3: Meister. Oh.
0: <laughs> they don't know about this this Game of Watch. <laughs> we were talking about like what if the aliens like play mad aggressive and shit and like <laughs> they like play for the clips? And like we <laughs> and we just like send in all of our Sonics <laughs> to
2: save Earth. <laughs>
3: And then Meister's our anchor. Would it be like a crew battle?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sure, 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 sure. Dude.
0: (laughs) We're like It's funny. We're like on our last legs and we're like, dude, what do we do? Send in Meister, bro.
3: Send in Meister, dude. They don't they don't know shit about Game Watch.
0: (laughs) Meister, I need you to hit this neutral air right now.
3: Dude, it's funny because that's how it kind of, like, it kind of feels like that vibe, like when it's region versus region and, like, crew battles, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because even, even um, when, uh, Hit the when nine, I first yeah. went to SoCal, right? And then f- people would come and play the locals before the, uh you know, the big tournaments or even at the big tournaments, right? And it's like, I remember when someone would just get completely shit on by Luigi, by, like, either ConCon Con or Elegant, would that we had a name for it we we would say that was that it was called welcome to socal that was the welcome to socal (laughs) If someone would come in and just get fucked by a luigi player it's just like welcome to socal like we got the best of the best here (laughs) and you probably have no fucking idea how to play against them that's so funny west
0: coast plays like very aggressive or at least like mostly i'm thinking more smash 4 i don't know as much about ultimate it's probably still true pretty aggressive region Yo, tri-state? No, <laughs> non-middle region. We don't play the game. So I love going to the West Coast for a couple reasons. If I'm in the mood to camp, they'll they'll fall right into my hands. But <laughs> my 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 true my true play style is like you know going for the clip, like aggressive, like that's in my soul. So I get to pick,
1: but in tri-state, in, in Coast, dude, pick. you not pick.
0: In tri dude, we're we're picking wolf and we're shooting the laser at you.
3: You know what's crazy? I actually want to kind of get into this, uh, like region play style, I'm like why? So why do you think that? I, I, so I actually think it. actually, I know exactly like, what it is. To, I know exactly to, what. It, for like the brawl days. It's, it's cold brawl, as shit over here, and it just. No, wait. Re- what? <laughs> wait. <huh? laughs>
0: And it just ruins our souls. And we just take it out on everyone else. That's what it is. No. On the West Coast, they don't have to worry about anything, bro. The weather is mad nice. (laughs) So they get
3: to play for fun. We're that's on what the it beach, is. like with the setup on the beach, we're playing volleyball the Yeah, city, like, like is this you're painting right now? <laughs> is this what you're painting right now? Like sunshine and rainbows and like, it's just like, yeah, we're just having a great time, that's yeah. that's why we go in, and then like everyone on the east Coast like shoveling snow, like fuck this shit dude, I'm, you know what, yeah. the next person I play Smash, I, I'm playing Smash, I'm suffering me, so much me. right now, I'm capping this motherfucker out, dude. I'm timing this dude out. <laughs>
0: You walk outside and it literally is painful to your bones and you're just like you know what next time i pick wolf i'm just shooting the laser <laughs> three million times
3: i remember if i was ever in a bad mood in smash 4 like i just was like tilted about the game which smash 4 had a lot of things to do that i would like in hawaii i would play sonic and i would time people out in and <laughs> i would just be like yeah
0: i've done that on stream sometimes i would go into elite smash and time them out and then Sometimes like Sometimes
3: you got to show people the real world. And then
0: leave. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and then leave. <laughs> oh shit.
0: No way.
2: <laughs> you don't even get the run back. It's just
0: Yeah, then you just leave. And then you're like play you don't even play elite anymore so they can't even run into you. Like they have no shot. Then you just play in the then you just play like a, in an arena with someone. <laughs> oh my god. Dude, like I remember like I would I like ran into like ice climbers, and I would like make them Sopo on their last stock and time them out. <laughs> like I, I can be very evil. I don't know when it happened. I think I don't know when it happened to me, but I lost my soul at some point in my Smash career, and I have this yeah. ability to just ruin your day. <laughs> I can just ruin your day
3: to show you the darkest side of Smash. Yeah, like I oh, can you're, do that. You're trying to have I fun right now. <laughs> Let me show you real pain. If
0: you Smash piss me if you off, piss your I, kid, like. if you piss me <laughs> off, like I will ruin Smash Brothers. I will ruin it. Not just for you. Like if I get, I will ruin it. Smash. <laughs> Don't test me, bro.
3: I will show Smash true despair.
0: <laughs> you be holding back, low key. Snorly has watched me so much to the point where he knows what I'm talking about. Like if I actually want to do that, I think I made like a Twitter post one time where I'm like. If you if I ever get pushed to the point where I play Sonic, like you do not want to see it, like you don't.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I remember I was explaining Sonic as a character to someone on my stream, like like the the scenario, right? I'm like, okay, you're spin dashing tangible bubble blah, blah. i went through like every single thing right and then the like, guy was just like man it just sounds like you're explaining the best character in the game <laughs> i'm was like, i like oh, he's not like necessarily the best but it's like it's there's situations really, it's where he really is good yeah yeah there there actually is there's there's like certain scenarios and certain matchups where it's just like if the sonic plays this way like you just you can't lose right
0: yeah i i always call sonic a win button it it's really that simple sometimes. Like, he just is a win button. Like, <laughs> I just. We saw your I,
2: Joker, man. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, you playing Jackal, I think, yesterday or two days ago? That's Tri State. Um, that's Tri State. And, and y'all both standing across the stage. And then at some point, he sd and I was like, just go next. Yep. Just, just next game. Like, that, you're not that's, back. that's me versus Jude. Me versus Jude is. That's Tri State. It's over. Like, he's not moving forward. You're not going to get another hit. He's just going to stand there. Go next. Like, if you ever went down, I was like, if you went down to stock, I was like, all right, next game. Yep. This is too hard. Try state, bro. Yeah. But it's definitely (laughs) a brawl thing, by the way. It's 100% a brawl thing.
3: Oh, yeah. Mewtwo King planking (laughs) on Delfino with Vetanite. Like, dude. (laughs) Ledge graveling. You know what's crazy? I actually think uh, Mewtwo King. Has the like holds the record for a singular smasher that is in like rules were made because of him. <laughs> I think I, I, I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure he holds the record for that. I don't think any other smasher has had more ruse- rules made because of like how he's playing, right? I'm I mean, pretty I, sure I like, would assume M- so. M- 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 King, but, the reason yeah. why there's a timer in N64 Smash is because of Mewtwo Okay, of course
0: not everyone like, camps in Tri-State, but Tri-State is very campy.
3: Well, as a region, as a region, right?
2: Because yeah. like...
3: it was always
2: just Meta Knight versus Ice Climbers in Brawl. Like, there were, there was like seven Meta Knights and like three Ice Climbers in Tri-State. <laughs> so eventually it got to a point where nobody approached. And then the East Coast, we would go to Tri-State and be like, like me, MDVA, i will be like, Yo, they are not moving forward. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I going to them and getting hit? So then I was like, I ain't moving forward either. What's yeah, that? Exactly.
0: Yeah, all it <laughs> takes is for you to like visit and like you're just like, wait, fuck that. I'm not playing the game either. Like, <laughs> talking about? I don't have it. to West, play either.
2: West Coast was weird in, 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 bro. They had Marth and like two Matter Knights, Snake. Even in, even, all, and then them random characters. Even in Smash oh, 4, bro. Oh. SoCal, like, they didn't even play Bayo. I'm saying they had. They had two Luigi's, two Sheiks, like two foxes That's in a row. And I was like, "What?" They didn't play Zero Suit Cloud. No Zero Suit. No Cloud. No Bayo. No Who was your Sonic? No Sonic. What? Yo, bring me to SoCal, man.
3: <laughs> dude, uh, SoCal was like Meta Knight, Fox. Yeah. Even, why even why, why was high, it all Meta Knight? bracket. Like everyone just played like Fast Fallers, dude. <laughs> Like, that, that's what SoCal likes.
1: The worst you guys had to deal with was Luigi. Yeah. <laughs> you know what the best... Trash has to deal with? 10 million
0: bayonets that will zero to death you and time you out at the same time.
3: True.
0: That's what we had that to play
1: against.
3: <laughs> yeah, we didn't even have any... Gotta
1: have clouds. We have any clouds?
3: Yeah, we didn't really... Like, not, not like a top-level cloud. Everyone... Everyone had a pocket cloud, but... Oh <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, I had a Mario. Dude, every time I think of... like, So, what do you think... <laughs> no is... DLC, Zone. No DLC. <laughs> Dude, okay, so I, I'm trying to think of, like, what what do you think is, like, the most, like, for me, the most shocking thing that ever happened like, that I watched in Smash 4 was when Leo reversed 3 would Fallen at that Vegas tournament with Re- Bayonetta. Remember that? Do you guys remember that? Huh? That was the same tournament that you got that like super sick combo on Zach tweet.
2: Okay. Oh, I remember that off the side on the right side. Yeah. Yes. I remember, I remember that, but
3: dude, wait. <laughs> like Bayo lost two games with Cloud versus Rosa, and then he went Bayo and reverse of them. And like at that moment, I was just like, "Is this game fucked? Oh. Like, are we? Is everyone just gonna like? Are we getting to the point where everyone is just gonna play Bayo and like that is it? Like." Dude, this is fucking crazy. Like it was Cloud Rosa. <laughs> Dude. That was that to me that was like that was I, I was just like so mind blown. And I I, I don't think Leo ever brought out Bale after that. Like he only did it that one time. Bale, but like yeah. you know what's crazy? Like he always had it ready. That's the crazy thing. Like <laughs> you back him into a quarter, the Bale's coming out. Like <laughs> I don't really
2: think he... he I don't think he did owed people, though. If I don't know a matchup with Joker, I just camp
0: and fucking win. Ding, ding, ding! You have figured out the video game!
2: <laughs> Congratulations, you win a car! Dude, I, I actually looked at Leo's track record versus Bayonetta in Smash 4, and as far as I could find, he lost one time.
3: He was really... Well, I think Marth was, like, a very good character against Bale. Because he would usually go Mars, right? Yeah. Let's talk about ultimate. <laughs> it's, 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 yeah, true. Yeah, we, we you don't want to get us sidetracked on Smash Four. Right? We will talk we'll about go, that for ooh, hours.
2: We'll start right, going crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, somebody asked if Steve's going to be PGR. Yes. Steve. Yeah, like the character Steve.
3: If he's oh. Salem. I think if Salem commits to him, yeah. Yeah. Well, see, he, we're talking like okay, so kind of like back on this topic. Like, I feel like any character can get PGR just because of the sheer, like, go, go. I don't want to say lack of talent, but, like, I guess lack of seriousness for the PGR. Like, I literally think any character in this game can be PGR'd if just one of the better players pick them up, you know? Because we don't have that, like, See my Donkey of, like, Kong. oh, I'm about we to play all DK. these competitors, right? You know what I mean? Like, those, certain characters should literally get g- gate kept from the PGR, but I don't feel like that can be a thing. Yo! Right now,
0: if we get a million subscribers right now, I'll solo main Donkey Kong for an entire
2: season
3: <laughs> just right. for the memes, dude. A million's
2: a lot. But... Oh, no, it's not. I guess, I guess it'll make up for your career. I mean, yeah, shit's <laughs> over after that. But... <laughs> Damn, so, bro. Yeah. Maybe it's I always... thought you said
0: DK is my best character. Why not?
2: DK's your best, worst character. <laughs> True, Diddy Kong's your best character, but everybody knows that. No, actually, everybody that's, no that. one knows that. Actually,
1: <laughs> not yet. Chad, do you, you have... know that?
2: Chad, do you know that? Do you know Warrior that. Wario not his best character, not anymore. Who? Wario, not anymore. No. I, f- I feel like every single situation that you're in, or you put your opponent in, is Diddy Kong. You know what to do. Like every single one, <laughs> and it's like you have like six different baits for every situation, and I'm just yeah. Like, you, di- you didn't, you ha- didn't. I don't know if that's the freedom of the character, but you didn't have that before, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, it's the the character is
1: messed up. Diddy is messed up. I'll stand by that.
3: That is yeah. Best. I thought his best was like-
1: K roll, honestly, Joe.
3: K roll nice. <laughs> that one K roll game against Goblin. <laughs> dream hack was hype. That's
0: the bro. that's the classic thing I do is like
1: I give up.
3: K roll. Yeah, I was like you. Know, when I was like in the crowd watching, and when you picked K roll, I was just like, I just sighed. But like at the same time, I like it, it. was weird. I like sighed, and then but at the same time, I was like, this is gonna be kind of fucking hype. Like <laughs> yeah. like, that's a, like that's the thing. That, at the same time, that's
0: what that's what I find so funny. Whenever I give up in a set. Usually when I give up, people can't tell because I'm not switching characters, and sometimes I like still win a set or a tournament if I give up too. Yeah. So it's not easy for someone to know if I've given up unless like it's like someone I know, like one of you guys or something. Um, I like guess just a problem I've had for a long time. Um, but yeah, when I, it's so funny when I give up and I go like a stupid character like K roll. Um, the crowd's, like, super hyped. And then I'm, and, and in my head, I'm, like, I'm, like, not hyped
3: right now. Like,
0: I, I just don't know what else to do. And then it's funny, because Charles knows, but he still gets hyped because it's k Yeah,
3: yeah, it's like, damn, this sucks. But so I'm, like, yo, this k roll might slap, though. because, like, it's just, like, the, the thing is, like, you never know, right? Like, yeah. Because, I mean, I, I will still say this to this day. I think Gavin's the best k Rule on planet Earth. Like, I just, I, I, and I'm not trying to offend other people that, you know, solo main the character or whatever. There's a bunch of other very talented players that play K Rule, but like, it just, the, the, in terms of like just the sheer player skill gap, it's just so big that it's like, even though Gavin hasn't put that much time into K Rule, like, and which actually he has put a good amount of time, but not as much as some of these other K Rule players, right? But like, yeah, like he can still, you know, take a game off a of goblin, on with K rule, which is like fucking crazy. Like Roy hits K rule once, and he should just like evaporate in a thin air. Like that's just how that matchup should be, right? Like, I'm not forgetting about bug, but I know of Ben Gold. I'm not forgetting. I actually, I actually almost beat Ben Gold in tournament. I'm uh,
2: bro. I watched. I was that very live, sad, and I knew you were so sad after you lost. I... You, you were <laughs> cooking him. And don't know what happened. I was like,
3: the Hawaii came out. That's what happened. I was like, ooh yeah. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna go out for this fat double jump back air. Got sucked up, and I'm like, that's how I'm going out, dude. Like I'm so fucking stupid. I should have camped, dude. You caught the Hawaii? Fucking camped, huh? You caught the what? Hawaii? the Hawaii dude yeah like when when I just when I just want to go in and fuck someone up dude that's the Hawaii in me like it's just I just want to like I just want to play the game how I want to play and then then the cruel reality crashes into my world it's just like shoulda capped no (laughs) what am I doing from now on
0: Charles just think of me man you know what I'm about to say to you right shoot the
3: gun Shoot the gun, dude. Just, I was shooting that gun. Good. Thank oh you. Oh my god. Before that moment, yeah.
0: <laughs> Here's my daily thing to all wolf players. Press B a lot. Don't stop. Yeah. That, that's all I have to say. End of the podcast. Goodbye. <laughs>
3: and that's it. How to play wolf. And that's this week's wolf guy. <laughs> Who cares dude, what, if you can get a 50%
2: yeah. combo with wolf? You can shoot five lasers. What, what if you did like release a video on youtube and it was like tweaks wolf guy and then you just looked and it was like a 6 second video and it's just you pressing the b button and then it ends like i wonder if people would actually <laughs> it should just be like
0: uh it should just be like a like a a few seconds of like my gameplay of just laser camping every person <coughs>
3: uh, you know another thing i kind of want to talk about let's talk about content meta right so like we've all been on the content grind as what is what is, what is the right content now? meta the content meta, like, li- like, talk about videos, like, what, what oh, kind of Oh, make a Wi-Fi tier list!
2: Make a tier list, make a matchup chart, uh... Um... Make a tier list
0: about tier
2: lists.
3: <laughs> Yo, make a-, a tier list, tier list. So look at everyone else's tier list and then make a tier list. Larry did oh, that. Larry did that.
0: Yeah. And it was- No way. ...pretty
3: incredible, but... <laughs> Damn!
0: Larry, Larry's like- Larry's content?
3: Come. Yeah, I love Larry's content.
0: You know what I That's watch so cool. a lot of? I watch a lot of Street Fighter. Um, there's so many channels that are dedicated just to finding as many matches as they can. They just upload all of them. Yep. Like I love watching Street Fighter. And there's some great content creators out there for that too. My boy Smug. Smug, That's right. Brian That's right. Brian F is my favorite. Yeah. Like very high quality stuff, Like, but I watch a lot. I think you made a video about flowcharts like, one day. Yeah, he does a bunch of great stuff. Like, and uh, there's a channel called FGC Translated, and they'll take players like Daigo and add subtitles
3: to his stream bots. Wow. And I watch crazy. it all the time. Wait a minute, that's so smart. Like, and yeah. I'm like, I'm trying to think, like too, like in terms of actual effort, like you just need someone to translate and then subtitle the thing, and then like, boom, that's a video. <laughs> that's a uh, wow. Like, wow, that's big brain. I'm like a big it, Daigo and, fan, so. <laughs> right, and it's it just sounds really interesting too, right? Yeah, like, I, I, like to me, I think you've hit a content goldmine when you like when you hit something that's like this could be a really good series, right? And it has very little editing. And the concept's, like, really cool and interesting. Once you line up all of those factors, you've just, poof, like, just views. And then, like, the amount of effort. That's why even just, like, uh, ranting videos for, like, any game, any esports, right? Like, where someone, like, takes a topic, they rant about it. And then it's, like, just gameplay playing in the background kind of deal that, like, somewhat relates to it. I think that that formula is so good because just, like, the YouTube meta in general nowadays, it, you, you value quantity over quality like you know what I mean the editing doesn't have to be like oh my god crazy blow my mind it just has to be like interesting right like I think
1: my content is like
0: mostly like gameplay and it's not like crazy like like tier list or like let's play with items or like do something crazy like it's mostly just practicing there's like Occasional montages and stuff. So I feel like my content specifically is catering towards a specific branch that's already in a branch of something. You know what I mean? Like, it's already a specific game, but it's like a specific branch in that game, which is, like, people who want to watch top-level gameplay and, like, practice and grinding and, like, crazy combos. Like, like they want to watch that type of stuff, which, surprisingly... Well it's surprising for me because it's what I do, but like that isn't like the popular thing, I don't think. Like that's not gonna get right. you like a hundred thousand plus views. Which I'm not saying I'm not fine with it. Like I'm proud of my content and like what I do, and I'm like I'm glad I can like provide stuff that people want to watch. But I think like that's what my content is. It's like it's like a niche within a niche. So unless Smash gets even bigger, I don't think my videos would ever get like a million views or something. You know what I mean? Cause there's just not right. that many people out there that want to see that.
2: Cause. Until offline comes back.
0: Yeah. That, maybe that would help, but you know what I mean? Like a lot of people like Smash is very crazy, like in complex and there's so much going on. So unless I'm sure a lot of my viewers have like at least a few years of Smash experience. You know what I mean? In terms right. of if they're understanding what's happening on the screen, so like to
3: be able to digest what's yeah. Actually happening. So like, like why if they
0: if, if most people can't even digest what they're watching for the most part, then like why would why would why would you want to watch that
2: like especially like like daily. I mean, I'll be watching I'll be watching fighters like Goichi and stuff. I watch his videos. I have no idea what's going True. on. True. A lot that of Street Fighter no- stuff. I probably don't. It- hype. I'm like, yo, this is insane. How but they But still, doing
0: you're looking for, like, competition and, like, top-level That's gameplay true, specifically. Compared, I'm
2: a competitor. And, yeah. Like,
0: I feel like a lot stuff. of people, like, yeah, true, true, true. on YouTube, like, aren't... They're looking for, like, something else.
3: Yeah. Right. I, I think the most successful type of content in Smash is usually, like, meme funny stuff. Right? Yeah. Which like, is
0: fine. I, it's just, like, it's right. just not me. But I'm so proud that, right. like, there's people that want to watch that you know what i mean but that's why i'm trying yeah. to find some sort of middle ground with like doing this podcast or like doing other stuff on the side cuz i'm always going to prioritize the practice over everything else cuz that's just what i i'm a competitor i want to like master smash i want to like show everyone how cool smash can be like that's like my mindset right i think i was kind of saying this too yeah i'm basically saying like regurgitating what b was explaining to me cuz when I first got into content, like, I wanted to have, like, a bunch of views. I want to have a bunch of Twitch subscribers. Like, so, like, I was pretty naive well, going numbers.
1: into
0: it. Yeah. I was pretty naive going into it. And then, and B was, like, well, if you really want that, like, you can't just do what you're doing. Like, there's not enough people out there that, that can digest this stuff. So, I'm, like, all right. You know, I'll, be, I'll just be me. <laughs> like, I don't have to have a million YouTube subscribers, like, as long as I'm working hard
2: yeah because yeah. i mean if that's not like your your goal your overall goal your overarching goal is to be the best player of the world be the best that you can be yeah and the goals that help you do that that help you live your life that way um streaming helps you live your life that way yeah. making youtube content and that's just it pays the bills so you can continue working on you exactly overall.
0: that's that's how you got to see it you know like Grinding of specific smash tech isn't going to make you a millionaire, so...
2: <laughs> yeah. But if you do shave your head and crash a car on stream, you will get money. Yeah,
0: I, you could potentially do that.
3: <laughs> Damn, that that would be a really good video, not <laughs> Be out here giving free
0: videos. Yeah, see, like, <laughs> I'd I click on that, I guess. <laughs>
3: Oh,
2: you just need a thumbnail.
3: I crashed my car on stream. That's yep. literally like the title.
2: <laughs> Everybody's like, "Tweaked it
3: what?" what? Yeah, and it's, <laughs> it's like you doing this, but half your head is sho- shaved, and there's just a picture of your car crash. Man, right? you're like, <laughs> "Like that's the thumbnail, dude." Oh my goodness, what? this is this is an auto banger. Like this 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 is hitting a hundred thousand views easy. But
0: yeah, like. I think finding the middle ground is like has satisfied me and plus like I was just naive going into it I'm just like oh if I'm doing YouTube and Twitch like oh my gosh, I'll be so successful. It'll be so great but like It doesn't exactly work like that
3: (laughs) Well, I I think it's better honestly that you're going with that path and that's like really good honestly, just really good insight from B2 because like you it you just want your content to be genuine yeah at the end of the day anyway right like it's just that i think that is something that a lot of people come to your stream or watch your youtube videos for anyway they want to you know they really enjoy your gameplay but they also want to connect with your personality too yeah. but if, if you're just like faking everything you're doing and it's not really you then it's you know what i mean like you're not gonna they're not gonna have that genuine feel and i feel like in esports particularly, you can kind of, like, it's pretty easy to pick out, like, who's genuine and who's not. Like, it's pretty easy to tell surface level for for most people. The thing
0: is, like, that's just, like, always been, like, the priority, like, even when, like, this is, like, not as common, but I think it's more so when I wasn't streaming and, like, people just saw me at tournaments, like, people were, like, Tweak never speaks, like, Tweak has no personality, blah, blah, like, I would rather deal with that than, like, shave my head on stream and (laughs) <laughs> like we we're just like the, the the whole thing like that was happening that we were just talking about like you know what i mean like i'd rather deal with all that backlash than like fake anything like but yeah that's why like i've said it a million times that's why i'm like doing this middle ground because when i'm streaming i'm just gonna play but during this podcast like i can actually talk to you guys like how i would be even if we weren't doing this live so like pe- people who want to see me or talk with me or chat with me like this is an opportunity to actually do it because when I'm streaming, like practicing, I take it serious. Right. <laughs> <laughs> <Ryan. laughs> Void has returned. Void <laughs> has to show up every every week at least once. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait is a second. I'm making Doesn't him he have obligated a to do tournament it. in
1: three minutes.
3: He does have a chess tournament in three minutes.
1: Yes.